<laughs> well, poop. You no, can I don't be poop today, and I'll be Gumby. That could be kind of messy if we did that. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you're a smiling pile of, then it could be smiling different. pile mm. of poo. Ah. Oh, the poop emoji. Did I ever tell you? Last Christmas, I got a pile of smiling poo emoji stress reliever. Oh, so I can just I grab, grab a piece of poop and squeeze it whenever I feel upset. Oh. <laughs> a foam piece of poop. Postman. Anyway, hmm. uh, let's go ahead and get this going. Yeah. <laughs> Now that's funny. <laughs> oh, right, everyone, that is correct. You are listening to the podcast. That sounds funny. And in case I sound a little echoey, I'm in my new dining room. We finally got it all painted and fixed up and the tables in here. So it could be just a touch echoey because there's not a lot else in here. It is hey, a little bit not too bad. Yeah. Um, this is the week of June 14th, 2022. Uh, we are in season two, show 32. Wow. Episode 84. How did we get that far? And still, <sighs> it goes so piece. fast. Yeah. And um, we are two blind brothers and a blind sister who tell it the way we see it. I am your host, Keith, and joined with me, Terry. And Jill. I thought Jill would go first because Terry's busily looking for stuff to talk about later. <laughs> <laughs> I got stuff to talk about. Um, we'd like to open up with a second way called What's New? It could be. Classic family stories, something to read and watch and doing. I think me and Josh something new to, to talk about that Terry can't talk about. This morning, my Not wife. <laughs> this morning, my wife gave me a new stapler for my desk here, um, so I can staple things. So you can staple yourself day. together. Yeah. And so I, I she's been stapling your lips shut. <laughs> I loaded the staples in my stapler and I squeezed it, you know, and had my had over my hand so I could feel the staple. I didn't feel it. So then I opened it up to where you can like put it against the wall and staple something. Right. So I had my hand there, you know, and I was just kind of shooting the staples. Okay, they're in my hand. Ow, ow. So then I so then I <laughs> I dumped my, that into the trash can. And then I put the stapler up and then I proceeded to eat some Captain Crunch out of the box. And I was eating some Captain Crunch and all of a sudden I was like, huh, there's some uh, like a splinter or something in my finger. I grabbed hold of my teeth and pulled it. I had a staple in my finger. You stapled yourself. You didn't feel it? No, I didn't feel it. I did not feel it till I pulled it out. Then it started hurting. I didn't feel it at all. The joys of neuropathy. Yeah. Wow. I thought it was bad. I well, me and like, Jill have something new to talk about. We did that over the weekend. On Saturday, we went to the, I don't remember what that place was called, though. Uh, I don't Narthex, Com. Benton, it was Benton Narthex. Park. Is that what it was? Benton Park. 
cafe. Yeah, see, Terry knows he didn't go. I didn't go. Yeah, yeah I couldn't but it was, make If it. it was a cafe, it was weird because evidently they emptied the place because there were no tables. It was just rows of chairs. And then where he had his computer set up, yeah, there was no like but, eating uh, establishment. To, to, to back up just a shade, it was NarthexCon. It was the annual event that that story show puts on. Uh, hosted by James Kennison, uh, John Steinklaver. Yeah, they uh, get like 15,000 downloads. That's not fair. Yeah, well, they've been doing it for many, many years. They've been doing it for 15 <laughs> years. Uh, we've been doing it for this is our Two. second season. <laughs> they, and see, the, the difference is with they have like they start out with Podcast Kid along with their original show. So they start out with a cute little girl, then they went to a cute little boy, and of course they had the two adult hosts. Geek loves nerd. Geek loves nerd was James and his wife. Grateful kid, wasn't that what they called the one? That was what's the son? Yeah. Yeah. And then his son replaced his daughter whenever they changed podcast kid into Red School Bus, and then he retired those two, got rid of them. Sure, I thought it sure would have been they, they, they would have said hi or something Saturday because everybody's like, bring Jenna back. They they were kind of in the background. I mean, his kids were they, they're they're getting too old. They're teenagers or cool high school students. They don't want to hang out with dumb old, you know, adult people. Yeah. With their dad. Their dad's just too embarrassing. They probably think he's a dork. Yeah, but you know, the funny thing is he was talking about his demographics, and it was people. Under the age of fifteen and over the age of thirty, yeah. so it's like that's like kids and their parents. So it's <laughs> like their his kids fit that demographic. I mean, his daughter's in seventeen; she's slightly older than that. Yeah, you would think they would still be cool with it, uh, but it was a good time. They yeah. recorded three podcasts all at once because he's currently doing just the three that story show. Red School Bus and Gospel and Kennesaw, which is kind of a, I mean, it was kind of a fun episode when we were there, but typically it's more uh, of just him and a microphone talking about the, his depression and anxiety. Boring like stuff. Like his journal. Or it, his it's stuff. just a personal journal, an audio <laughs> journal, basically. So sometimes it's dark and sometimes it's a little more upbeat. It's whatever you I went back about. in and re-downloaded uh, that one for a little while. I noticed the one of them that downloaded on mine, they talked about when he came to our convention in Alton, the Illinois yeah. Council of the Blind, and he talked about that for a little bit. Yeah, and he was really impressed with that. So. Yeah. He was wanting to find out where they were going to have one in Missouri. You know, Missouri probably has their state yeah, uh, blind convention, do. and the, I, the, I don't know if it'd be in Missouri Alton, Commission in for the St. Blind. Louis, or it could be in Springfield, Missouri. Yeah. or Just got to Google it on... Uh, Google Missouri Council of the Blind. But yeah. uh, other than that, I do have something of a milestone that I could bring up really quick. Oh, tell us, tell us your milestone. It, it's not particularly funny, but we can make it funny. <laughs> Maybe. But last month, I, we mentioned I was in the hospital for a few days, had a bad affection. They had to do some work on a wound on my foot. It got really exploded badly. And I had, when I left the hospital, they had to put a pick line in my arm so they could, you know, my wife could mainline me some drugs, I mean, um, antibiotics. 
well, I've seen the doctor today, and the pig line is out. Oh, good. I don't have to have a shot like that anymore. Uh, the reason was is every week they would do like a, a blood, you know, lab work on blood, and like, ooh, you're what, there was some kind of level that was like really critically low. Like we need to stop those intravenous things because it could be bad. And so they, uh, we stopped doing those and they pulled up the pick line. So now I got to take a couple uh, through pill form for two weeks and I'll be done with all the drugs. But I'll still have a problem with, you know, having the wound heal up. So it'll be an ongoing thing for a bit. Well, anyway, milestone. Yeah, I have another thing that happened. It was on uh, Sunday. Um, was my stepdaughter's birthday. And so we went to this new restaurant in Wood River called Burger Barn. Oh. And yeah, I seen you post it on Facebook. Or I mean, not you, but Terry. Your Whitehead. wife posted on Facebook. <laughs> and they're I very proud Terry of Whitehead was back out They're very proud of their food. I can say that. You know, there's the three of us there. They have burgers and fries, and we spent $59. Oh wow! For so three people, kinda, I guess that's not a, bad. It's kind of pricey. They they're ten dollar oh. burgers. You got to buy the burgers, fries, salad. Everything's separate. It seems like they got a bunch of appetizers. So, but oh, a la carte. Is that like a package? Then we went from something? there to Alton Square Mall and was almost ate by Jurassic Park dinosaurs. Oh no! The Hope Jurassic you ran from Park the dinosaurs. So you ate the burgers, and then the dinosaurs ate you. And I, I was shaking in my re, my recliner chair at the theater, and I had. Uh, well, I was kind of concerned that my battery of my laptop might die, but now that I plugged in, it's not such a concern. But you know what? We probably still should move on to our next segment. Oh my yes, I've just been going around like a chicken with his head cut off. Yeah, let's move on. Moving right along. Do, 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 do. It's hot. <laughs> uh, random. I really have a good bumper for random topic. Random, random topics. Random. <laughs> random. Like Rambo. Let's do some Mad Libs. <laughs> uh, you know, I've been thinking about that. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be trying to find some. But I don't have any ready this time. But we do have four items on the wheel. Spin that wheel. It's four. Ah, we did four yeah. last time. We did four again. What was it last time? Well, yeah, holidays. Holidays. So let me first, first of all, find my holiday sheet. Then you got to pick a number between one and seven. Right. You remember. I do. I do. It's five. Oh, five. five. Which that means uh, normally we would do it before is we would record from Tuesday to Tuesday. So Tuesday today being number one on the list. Okay, 14th to be today. That'd be one, two, three, four, five. Father's Day is just totally overlooked. June 18th, <laughs> Saturday. Okay, well, Saturday. It is, oh. it is Father's Day this Sunday? Yes. 
But you can do the 18th or whatever date you said. I might could do 19th as a bonus day, but June 18th. All I did was go in and get a nestimate once. Saturday, National Splurge Day, financial. <laughs> so go out and buy something crazy that day. Just hmm. Buy some new dresses or some new... Even if you're a guy, you know, it's Pride Month, you know, drag month. Yeah, everybody just buy some dresses. That's it. Splurge. It is wear blue day. So whatever you're splurging on, splurge on something blue. Yeah. If you're getting married in June, you know, something borrowed, something blue. <laughs> it is National Go Fishing Day. I know Terry's top 10, was it last week? The, the popular things you didn't know about? The, the angler's book or whatever? No, yeah. it's one I haven't done yet. No, you did it last week. Yeah, because, you did it because oh, the Bible was the Bible yeah, yeah, was yeah. number yeah. 10 and the, uh, as the number one book. And the second popular book was the Angler's Guide or something like that. So right, right. Go find that book from 16 something or other. Do some fishing. I have a fishing story too. Or yeah. it's go fishing. I guess you could play go fish with a deck of cards. Yeah. It is National Cherry Tart Day. The queen of hearts, she made some tarts. I wonder if they were cherry. Might have been. And that's all there is. Wait, no, I'm sorry. There's one more. International Sushi Day. Ooh, raw fish lovers. Ice wow. <laughs> You know what? You can make sushi with all the fish you catch. <laughs> you know, I wonder if you could use tuna in your sushi. Because I could deal with that. Open up a can of tuna, mix it up with sushi. Mix it up with some rice and some other veggies and... But hey, whatever you make, take it on a picnic. It's in it's National Picnic Day. International Panic Day! Ah! Ah! <laughs> Panic Day! <laughs> and that's it for the 18th. Now the 19th, we'll do a bonus one here because it's kind of short. Father's Day, of course, as Terry mentioned. How do you know? You're just saying that to make me feel good. Mm -hmm. uh, it is International Box Day. <laughs> and by that, it is special interest activities, cat and pet. So Litter box? <laughs> it has to do with putting your pet into its box, its little kennel. Behave a little bit, Miss Kitten. Go in there. It's not like boxing, like your Muhammad Ali. It's not like putting your dad into a box. <laughs> putting your cat into a box, maybe a litter box, maybe a shipping box. <laughs> Hopefully, it's not a dripping litter box. That would be bad. <laughs> it is Juneteenth. If anyone, anyone knows about that day, do you? Do you? Yeah, we know about that day, but I thought that was earlier in the teens, but I don't know. Juneteenth? Well, these days it has a racial connotation about Black uh -huh. people and slavery. Originally, originally what it is, on June 19th, it was the last day that the last Confederate outpost was notified the war had ended. Yeah, that's what they say was the Texas. day they actually got free or something. Well, some, I don't know the town. Someplace in Texas, it was Confederate outpost, and they were the last people to be notified the war is over. 
And mm -hmm. that was on June 19th. And, and it was really celebrated by the people from the Confederacy because they were glad it was over. Then somehow through the decades, it had shifted and the Black people attached it. It was the final day of slavery. It's like, well, not really, because April not 1865 of that. But you could consider it that if, if it makes you happy. I mean, feel free. It is also National Garfield the Cat Day. So enjoy Father's Day, read some Garfield the Cat, and eat some lasagna. <laughs> oh, or, or have a martini on National Martini Day. National Watch Day. So if you want a, a, a gift idea for your dad, give him a watch. Man, just sit and watch him. <laughs> it's Turkey Lover's Day. Hey, what does that say about your dad? Oh, dad, you old turkey. <laughs> sit and watch your dad eat a turkey. <laughs> See, better than buzzard dad. It is World Juggling Day. So everybody practice your juggling. <laughs> It's um, World Soft Drink Day. No hard drinks that day. Forget that, Martini. Drink a soda. Yeah. Lightning Safety Awareness Week. So all week long, <laughs> next week, send your kids out in the yard with a lightning rod. Run around, kids. It might <laughs> rain, I think. Go Which fly also a goes hand-in-hand with, <laughs> hand with Lightning Safety Awareness Week. Carpenter Ant Awareness Week. I hope I don't. I hope not becoming aware of any of those things. Wouldn't that be a termite? <laughs> and sheesh, that's all the holidays from our uh, random one and from our bonus one. Thanks, Terry. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, so it's time that we move on to um, news. News, yeah, news. News. Oh, I have a good one to go first. Start us off with a good one. In Shelbyville, I'm going to save the headline for last, but in Shelbyville, Indiana, in southern Indiana, uh, Richard and John were out fishing, and Richard, uh, what's his name here? Get his last name. Richard Kesser. And he reeled in his first ever blue, I think it's a blue gill catfish. A blue gill catfish? How did I made those? Oh, his blue first ever blue catfish. Oh. And th they noticed what sad. They noticed <laughs> they noticed that it had an extra large lump in its stomach area. And so they thought that maybe it had swallowed some an egg or some other small. It was creature. a bomby fish that was her baby bump. <laughs> and so, and so they took the fish back to his house to clean it. And when they cut it open, the catfish had swallowed an adult sex toy. Damn. <laughs> That was oh, a happy no, fish for a while. Go fishing with one of those? That was some lure. And, Holy cow. Yeah. And so he posted photos. Well, you know, <laughs> it was a catfish, and you probably often use those kind of sex toys on your cat. <laughs> and 
he has no idea how or why it ended up in the river. Somebody uh, having a fight out in the rowboat. His three-year-old yeah, daughter. His three-year-old daughter was helping to clean the fish <laughs> until that popped out, and then the mom janked her away. <laughs> well, <laughs> her her. I thought the kid might not have known what it was. I don't What's know. What's that thing right there? They started laughing, covered her eyes. Yeah. Because yeah. it's funny. <laughs> Where'd that come from? And you know, somebody's reading that article going, that's where it went to. Yeah. <laughs> See, the cat was, was the catfish was uh, celebrating Pride Month. It was a drag catfish. Something. Somebody was doing something in the river and dropped it and it floated off or sunk to the bottom <laughs> and drifted downstream. And they were all going, where'd that go? We lost it. That was my favorite. Hey, I think my battery just died. Wait a minute. Oh, no, it's gone. Well, in, a way, in a way, I guess it's better to pop it out and lose it or for it to go inside and get stuck. <laughs> yeah, go to the ER. That's to the ER. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, always blushing and waltzing around. Well, I got one. The Arctic, or the, uh, Headline says a giant dog wandered into a Dollar General store, but it wasn't a giant dog. I listened to this article. It was a 135-pound canine. Oh, cute. They don't say what kind of canine. Huh. So uh, I'm assuming, you know, it's probably the size of a good size lab or yeah. could have been a mastiff or anything in there. Yeah, because like a, a, a lab can get to be like what 90 pounds or so german shepherd you right. like the really big dog like saint bernard could be over well over around 750 pounds maybe yeah. this happened in florida it didn't even say where just in florida oh bradington police department is the one they the dollar general workers seen the dog come in but he wasn't causing any problems he was just wandering the store not bothering nobody Shopping. Was but when they wanted food. to close, they couldn't get him to leave, so they had to call the police to come escort him outside. <laughs> uh, now we have a dog in the store. <laughs> Big dog. But the police said that they recognized <laughs> the dog as a dog named Bentley. Hey, and I so they returned him Bentley. back to his owner. <laughs> oh, how can you say that? Oh, a kid named Bentley. And no charges are pressed against the owner or the dog for causing all this chaos ah. in the store. <laughs> uh, really dog. Well, I know we had this story like this not long ago. Uh, someone talked about having the catching cop urinating in an elevator. Remember that? Oh, yeah. Well, and Boston Transit Agency is installing sensors to detect urine in the elevators. <laughs> I guess they're beginning to have a big problem with that. Uh, urine trouble no more, the Massachusetts <laughs> Bay uh, Transit Authority ho hopes that with a new program, it will tackle urinating in the elevators with technology. Oh my goodness, what an idea. The MBTA, which services Boston and surrounding area, is launching the pilot program this summer in which urine detection sensors will be placed in four downtown elevators. <laughs> uh, yeah. 
the uh, sensors alert uh, transit authority ambassadors who can dispatch a cleaning crew. Now, let me just pause with the story. Why would, I mean, I understand you, you got to clean it, but wouldn't they also want to like dispatch security guards and nab the dude who's peeing in the elevator? <laughs> well, I want to know what in the world, I mean, somebody sprays water or spills a soda, would that detect too, the, any kind of liquid? No, I, I think it, it detects the odor. Oh. Uh, the sensors on the ceiling of the elevator um, Don't be on the suck, ceiling of the elevator. Suck in air so they can smell what's present. Oh. Uh, Weird. Let's see. The pilot kicks off in August. Data will be collected for several months before the agency makes a decision about whether to implement the program by year's end. It's not a new concept. Goes on to say a decade ago, uh, the Atlanta Transit Authority launched a very similar thing. Uh, and it goes on, but that's that's basically it. They're they're going to detect the smell of urine. They have machines that go. I smell something. So I'm like, you know, I guess if you have a baby, you better change that sucker before you go on the elevator. Some of that pea soup from the convention. Yeah, yeah. Throwback to the Northwest convention. Some pea soup. Go, go listen to it, funny stuff. You'll even hear Jill talking at one of them. I have. Or no, no, Robin talked on it. Yeah, Robin talked on it. I have a story Yeah. about um, Merle, Merle, oh, come on, what's her name? Merle Ivan? Sure. Is a swimmer. <laughs> known as the eco mermaid breaks the world record swimming uh oh that's gonna be the biggest thing in the country um she's from estonia she she broke a guinness record 26.6 mile swim in the ocean wearing a monofin meaning a mermaid tail yeah. Another fishy story. Yeah. Maybe she dropped that sex story. I don't oh. know. Mm. Oh, I see what you mean, Doctor. I did, they ate her and the sushi earlier. <laughs> um, but yeah, 26 miles. Of, I mean, it, swimming is a lot harder than what people might really realize. That's more than a marathon. What was yeah. that? Remember back in the, what was that, 70s? Patrick Duffy did a show. Yeah, Man from Atlantis. That was it. Oh, he's so irresistible. And he swam, but it was like the way the that he swam is similar to like how a mermaid or, you know, a dolphin. I don't know. I never, that's just weird. So yeah, if she swam that far, did it break a world record or was she just yeah. doing it? Yeah, it broke a world record. With yeah. Her, oh. her record, let's see. She swam 26.2 mile swim her old record and oh, she probably did it in record time when that shark was following her <laughs> look at the video clip here let's watch the video play it Terry uh, she got stung by jellyfish 
and she kept swimming and swimming and swimming like Nemo swimming. Oh, I can't stand the suspense any longer. And I think her, her other one was 22 miles. Oh. But she... Uh, that's pretty she impressive. Born, she was up like a, a mermaid with one tail and doing she, the whale kick. She was born with an autoimmune problem and she started swimming to develop her lung capacity. So she did the whole 26 miles underwater? Wow. <laughs> was she blue when she came up? <laughs> she was a blue fish. Well, she, I mean, she could have had on scuba gear with the uh, fin. Well, I don't think it was all underwater. I think she probably did it, you know, surface. Maybe she dove a little bit. Oh. Or like dolphins, even. They'll come out there. Yeah, that's true. Anywho, do you got another one for us, Jill, or is it my turn? I forgot. I got another one, but are you done with that one, Terry? I thought yeah, Terry would do go, this go next ahead. one. Oh, I'm just a bundle of impatience. There's a town <laughs> in Colorado. Did you see this story? Going to change their name from <laughs> Muffet to Kush. What? K-U-S-H. Johnny, what's the joke? Kush, the land of Kush. Kush. And here's why they're changing it's in their the name. Bible. Is it? Kush is another name for marijuana. It's a slang. Oh. I <laughs> didn't know that till I read the story. <laughs> From Muffet to Kush. Yes. Kush. The land of Kush and Put. That's some places in the Bible back over there in the Ethiopia area. There's a lot of. Um, fields around this town growing this i guess some cush yeah. fields you're saying yeah some cush <laughs> fields and that says mike biggio the co-founder of moffitt 420 which is a 420 uh anchor acre anchor oh. acre <laughs> business and they have a lot of different marijuana-based businesses in that industrial hmm. park, I guess. And uh, it's all around this little town of 100 people, it says. Yeah, so they, because they, it's legal to grow up there now. Yeah. But to me, I think, from what I've smelled, it smells like a skunk. I don't know who would want to live around in a town that smelled like that. People who like to smoke it, I guess. People who like to smell like a skunk. <laughs> Well, you know, certain people raise pigs and they don't sell them right. Well, I suppose the uh, mayor of the town has no problem with changing the name, but they have to bring it up at the next town meeting. Oh, my goodness. Talalafalooza, huh, Jack? And uh, do a vote on it to see if it gets passed or not. Yeah, well, I, I guess better than name their town Mary Jane or something like that. I mean, yeah, I don't know. That's uh, they call it that. Do Doobieville or something. <laughs> anyway, swear, um, but you go ahead. <laughs> disorder in the court. Cockroaches are released during a hearing. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, what you said. In Albany, New York, a courthouse was closed for fumigation. After hundreds of cockroaches were released during an altercation that broke out during an arraignment, 
The clash broke out during proceedings in Albany City Court uh, for four people who were arrested at the state capitol. A defendant who started to film the courtroom proceedings was, was told to stop. And an altercation followed and hundreds of cockroaches that were brought into the courthouse in plastic containers were released. Oh, sorry, Jet, it just slipped out. The bug release is being investigated and clearly fumigated. Uh, and a courthouse closed for the rest of the day. <laughs> a 34-year-old woman was arrested And some who was in the audience for the releasing the uh, cockroaches charged with disorderly conduct and tampering with physical evidence. Anyway, she must have known the what was it, the defendant or whatever? She must have known somebody that day. It sounds, I mean, you just don't do that on the spot. It sounds like she knew somebody and knew the trial might go badly. So she probably collected all the roaches out of her apartment, took them in little Ziploc containers or something. <laughs> she went to Joe's apartment. Remember that movie? <laughs> yeah. It says hundreds, but I could imagine thousands of them. In there. Yeah. Yuck. That's yeah. terrible. Well, back on you, Terry. If you got some more. I've got this story that came out not long ago. Oh, thank you, most exalted one. I'm talking about it. Some biochemical engineering students at Johns Hopkins University who don't seem to have anything else better to do have <laughs> developed time on their hands. Have developed <laughs> some tasty edible tape. Our founder RJ Conk ought to be turning over in his grave. Tape. <laughs> that you can put on your burritos and your wraps and uh, other things. Oh, no, wrap your presents with it. And then the kids can lick the tape and open their presents. <laughs> they said it, they made it, it was, it's clear. You know, there's got pictures that we can't see. But right here in this picture, it's clear. But they added blue dye to it so you could see it better. On this so that way, with your burritos always falling apart, you just wrap some edible tape around it. On this picture right here, you can see. That it's wrapped around a burrito. See it? Ain't it? Yeah, right. see it right, right. Yeah, right there. Look at that. <laughs> and so they uh, burrito tape. They have it illustrated for us. Can't you see it? But anyway, so um, it's a, they will not divulge their ingredients uh, at this time. I bet they don't buy it from Colorado. <laughs> no, nope, they went to Willy Wonka and got it from him. Yeah. Like the wallpaper. I know for a long time they've had uh, like you could get a cake decorated with a picture of your face on it yeah. because they can actually print uh, a photo on like an edible paper and well let's try that fondant with edible uh, ink or, or food coloring or something and they just lay it across the icing and it just kind of I'll fall, bonds together with the icing, so you can't really tell. You know, it's if you know what fondant is, it's like a flat piece of icing that you just lay on your cake. Uh, never heard of so it. Probably print it right on that. Fondant. It's what they uh, put on fancy cakes, supposedly. 
Is that all you got for that? I got one more story. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, my next story is about the Mona Lisa in Paris. A man disguised as an old woman in a wheelchair with a wig on threw a piece of cake at the Mona Lisa. And like Terry said, there's a video of the police escorting the man away. So this is what they look like. Yeah, I think I heard about that. Yeah. Just trying to he deface kept, a national treasure or something. He kept saying in French, think of the earth, think of the earth. That's what the artists want you to think of. Well, and he I don't was know trying to give Mona Lisa the cake. That her eat cake. Yeah, I don't understand why he would want the Mona Lisa to eat a piece of cake. But there's a piece of some kind of glass in front of the painting to protect it from attacks like this because it's not the first time it's happened. Right. Sometime back in the early 1900s or 19 something, I forget the date, somebody threw acid at it and did a lot of damage to it and they had to replace it huh. or replace parts of it or repaint over it or something. Right. But it says this guy was a 36 year old man and when he was taken away, he was sent to a psychiatric facility for evaluation. Oh, you mad, impetuous fool! It sounded like a good thing to do there. Yeah. <laughs> well, the last one I got is, you know, with with COVID lockdowns and stuff, you know, people not having an awful lot on their, their hands to be doing, locked in their house together, uh, probably you know, making some babies and stuff. Well, with all those freshly born babies, you parents are having problems thinking of baby names. So... Ikea to the rescue. Oh, no. They offered uh, Norwegian-based baby names. <laughs> have, uh, have you thought about mom, Kilbik, or Triton? The Swedish retailer is known for the distinctive names of its flat pack products. The company's Norway branch wants to use their brand's experience to, to help parents browse the baby naming department. Oh, what a lucky man I am. IKEA has built a name bank with over 800 names available on its website. The names are drawn from the ones that IKEA has given to its furniture. Instead of product numbers, Hey, come here, little desk. No, no, you chair, come here. <laughs> no bunk bed. Oh, get off of there. Stop playing in that cabinet. cabinet. I'm thinking they even have a groceries there in you know the, the food court or whatever in IKEA. Meatball, come in. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of course, it would be whatever that name is in you know Norwegian, so it'd be the Norwegian version of meatball. Now, now I, I suppose in reality. I think the article goes on and says IKEA actually uses uh, real Norwegian place names and sometimes real people names, you know, names of lakes or rivers or towns and people. Oh, so they're, they're all, they are actual real Norwegian names. It's just that they call their you know storage shelf you know by you know, mountain stream or whatever. Uh, I, I have know nothing about IKEA other than you buy furniture there and, and they have food. So anyway, they're in the baby naming business now. So. Our preparations for invasion are nearly completed now. 
As soon as we give this signal, our armed forces will launch a surprise attack. And then the Earth will be ours. Um, seems like years ago, but it's just like yesterday, I did a story about this squirrel in Michigan who the lady looked outside and noticed this squirrel and it started playing with the knife. Oh, yeah, that, one. that story, you know, the knife wielding squirrel. <laughs> People must think he's crazy. I have a story here. It could be the same woman, but uh, maybe it's the same squirrel. She was in, uh, uh, she looked out her window, Joanne Mason in Michigan looked at her window and saw a squirrel and it, she noticed something around the squirrel's waist. It was like it was wearing a belt. And she looked a little closer and noticed it was a zip tie. Fancy <laughs> so she had uh, called the Animal Protective Services and they came to try to set a trap you know to catch it and the uh they named the animal uh mr zippy yeah <laughs> mr zippy zippy so the squirrel they they set a trap and they caught mr zippy and then they euthanized him. i mean they put him to sleep and <laughs> was, was really to tired <laughs> take a knife and uh, cut the zip tie off, and they freed Mr. Zippy from his... He unzipped uh, the zippy. No, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> I think he was there looking for that other squirrel. Or maybe that was the same squirrel, and he went back looking for that knife, you know? Yeah. Where'd that knife go? I don't know where I said I need that knife to get the zippy thing off around my well, waist. <laughs> I, I know the timing probably doesn't work out, but you know that uh, Judge, the Supreme Court Judge Kavanaugh, somebody just tried to... Uh, uh, assassinating when they had amongst their weapons zip ties. I wonder if they huh. had the squirrel instead, and I felt guilty. Yeah. yeah. So that's my squirrely story. I had a fishy, fishy squirrel. Well, I don't have any worse. You got nope, I'm done. Any I bonus have ones, Terry? <laughs> oh, I still have bunches of them, but. Do you want to do a bonus one before we uh, continue on? Sure, so we're in a bonus yeah, kind of a movie today. <laughs> a man. Eats three Carolina Reaper chilies in eight seconds. Peanuts with chocolate smeared on outsides is good. Oh, wow. Because he's crazy. What an idiot. Yes. <laughs> he tried to get a world record. He, he exploded. Tried, he, he tried to eat him, but he was, uh, let's see, he did it. He tried to do it and he got disqualified. And so he went for it a second time, which is even more stupider, but uh, he, he was able to do it the second time around. But he, it's like, they say that the, oh goodness, he ate six of them and he was disqualified. Wow. And he broke the record the second time around and it's got, here it is. They measure the peppers and um, the heat, the heat stuff. Uh, yeah. 
And the Reaper Chili is 1,641,083 Koval units, where a jalapeno pepper on average is 2,500. <laughs> so that's a really hot, you know, but yeah. again, I say, what an idiot, but he says he, he's just, he practices just like what I do. Chew, chew, swallow. Chew, chew, swallow. Chew, <laughs> chew, swallow. And that's, so that's what he did is chew, chew, swallow. Chew, chew, swallow. Chew, chew, swallow. Uh, chew as little as possible and swallow. Yeah. Yeah. And, well, uh, seems like it'd be awfully hot in his tummy and coming out the other Oh, way. yeah. Flamethrower. <laughs> I think he was disqualified. He, he, he poop was, and a toilet water goes, steam. <laughs> I, I think he was disqualified because I think he tried to swallow him. Uh, and not chew them. You have to at least bite it. Uh, <laughs> and so he was disqualified and he ate six of them. I was like, what an idiot. Well, an Avon fragrance can be fresh and lasting. An Avon fragrance can also be smoothing. Carrie Hogan Helsley, your friendly Avon lady. If you need something, we more than likely have it. We have more than just makeup and cologne. We have cleaners, we have clothing, we have body wash and bubble bath, toothbrush and toothpaste. Everything will be delivered to your house. So go ahead and go to my website at www yourAvon.com front slash T Hogan Helpsley. That is front slash T H O G A N H E L T S L E Y. Thank you. Yeah, wow. well, speaking of idiotic things. Let's move on to some dumb words that start with a letter S. What? S. Oh, we got some big ass words today. The biggest words. Big ass. Yeah, our first word is. Everybody shut up. Oh, no. Salvo. 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 That sounds familiar. Does it have to do with cannons or gunfire? Salvo is a noun, it's a salad dressing. 
Salvo. It's, it's a shampoo, like suave. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, there we go. That makes, makes you salivate. Saliva. Yeah, it, it, it's a brand name for salve. You get me by a can of the salve. It's called Salvo. Salvo Brown. Salvo Brown. Well, it's weird. And now so, I was listening to your podcast, and some words have more than one meaning, which we all know that. But this word says <laughs> it's a bad excuse. Or, oh, an intentionally bad excuse. Or the current meaning is a firing of artillery. Oh, oh see, I thought it had something to do with, with gunfire. So it has two meanings, which I don't know why that other one. A bad excuse to fire a gun. I think a bad excuse to fire a gun would be a great school. Yeah, bad, maybe. bad excuse. <laughs> oh, well, now they say it's a firing art. This older one is the excuse you give your boss when you're trying to get yourself fired. <laughs> oh, you're try- Come on, boss, fire me. I'm doing a poop in the trash can. <laughs> oh, bad. oh, this next word. Is sanskilotic. Huh? Sanskilotic. Sanskilotic. It's an adjective. It's without the ability to sing. You can't carry <laughs> two in a bucket. Sans is, means nothing. Like, you know, with fonts, it's like sans, like comic sans, there's no, no, no serif on the end of the letters. Yeah, but was it skillotic? Skill. You don't have the skill to be melodic. Yeah, you can't sing without that. <laughs> I think it's something to eat, like candy. Oh, <laughs> it's, it's a brand new flavor of candy bar. Willy Wonka just came out. Skittles. It's a sand Sand Skittles. <laughs> They're Skittles. It's multicolor like Skittles and Cooper Rainbow. Yeah. So this bright one. I bet you didn't know that. But they taste like hot peppers. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sand Skittles that taste like hot Because peppers. when you poop them out, you go, Sand Skittles. Ah. What's the word you say when you come out? Yeah. You two are both crazy. Well, tell us how to do it. The word means. To be dressed inadequately. Uh, oh, inappropriate clothing, huh? Like or wearing your halter top to a wedding or something? In some improper fashion. So, yeah, if oh. you're dressed... Like wearing black socks with sandals. Wearing shorts, shirt. Like our dad used to do in a checkered shirt and striped And shorts. go fishing. <laughs> <laughs> it confuses the fish. They come to the surf and go, Who, what is that crazy man doing up there? Our next word... Sardonian. I've heard that before. Sardonian. It's like, it's like Sardonian. It's somebody who eats too many sardines. Oh, man. I think about that. They're from Sardonia. It's a lane. <laughs> yeah, it's a country over there by Latvia. They're in the Baltic uh, area. Oh, 
So, so what George said, Sardonia means I'm leaving. <laughs> no, that's not what it means. He said, why am I leaving? He's not making noise, but he is. <laughs> uh, Sardonia means you're not listening to your husband because he's not on our podcast. Yeah. <laughs> we, I don't know. It sounds like I should know it, but I don't know. It could be a place. This word means maybe you flung that cat and maybe now you fight when people mock you on one who flatters with deadly intent. The smile so in your face like and stab you in the back. Backstabbers. <laughs> That's weird. Weird. Huh. Our next word is okay. Now here's the deal. I'll try to educate you. Grounds. Oh, that means to acquire things from um, other the ethical means. <laughs> I agree. No. I just happened to find this sheet of plywood. It just came out of air. Want to scrounge for some food? Well, I suppose that's what we all know it as, but he has a little bit different meaning here. It means standing too close to someone to make them uncomfortable. And fart. Oh, I guess it could mean that. Like up on your face, talking to you, <laughs> I'm invading your privacy. I guess that's what it means. You're invading someone's privacy to steal their stuff. Oh. Yeah, could be. But the military just means you've uh, managed to acquire something by other ethical means. <laughs> yeah, because you scrounge, like Terry said, scrounge for food or you scrounge yeah. for money. Looking for things where they, where you, they might not usually be. Yeah. Right. Our next word is. You learn the definition of nouns and prepositions. Literacy is your mission. And that's why I think it's a good time. Samisi. Samisi. And it's not sesame. <laughs> Samisi. Open Samisi. <laughs> not that one. Huh? No. Samisi. Another adjective. Hey, it'd well, be really fun to use some uh, of these Our, our words kids in eat a... food in their rooms, and Samisi came to visit them. <laughs> so we set a, a Misi trap to catch Samisi. <laughs> We could use some of these weird words in a in a Mad Lib. <laughs> yeah, we should. Uh, I, I really we wouldn't even know what we were saying. <laughs> to do a Mad Lib, and you could like dig dig in your 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 archive of words for us. <laughs> so, is it a noun or adjective or what? It's an adjective. So we need an adjective. Look at that Samisi car over there. It's going so Samisi. You know, in a way, it almost you almost could say what you said could be right about the kids eating in their room and some Misi came to visit because this word means half eaten. Ah, well. So maybe that, and that's why the mice come and eat it. <laughs> <laughs> that's why we tell the kids don't eat food in their room. <laughs> <laughs> 
some some easy. It's nicer to say some easy than it is to say leftovers night when you're gonna uh, serve leftovers. What's for dinner? Some easy. All right. <laughs> I'm just that's about leftovers. <laughs> <laughs> Little do you know. <laughs> our next word is work on that grammar you should know sesquihoral that's sesquihoral it is a very diligent bigfoot it's another adjective <laughs> it is yeah a sasquatch who is very thorough it's very attention to detail and uh, the bigfoot yeah, is very diligent our podcast usually lasts sesquihoral. Oh, forever. <laughs> <laughs> An so hour and a half. Hey, you got it. An hour and a half. That's what that word means. <laughs> More or less. Oh, I try to keep it shorter than longer. But I think we're going to be very long today. <laughs> All these big ass words you have. Our next word is silentry. 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 That's when you're gonna. There used to be a show on called Duck Dynasty, and they had Uncle Cy, and they're gonna lynch him. Silentry. Ah, it is a noun, so let's. I I was thinking in Bible times, the Jews had phylacteries on the front of their head at a Bible verse. Well, the silentry is the thing they wore on the side of their head with Bible verse. (laughs) Side of the head, Bible verse, phylactery, silentry. Silentry. Huh. It's well, so impressive as the sigh of the century. <sighs> yeah, sort of, maybe not. This <laughs> word means you better slow down and use the right pronoun. It's a noun, an official whose job it is to command silence. Uh, Silentry. Uh, Silent. Yeah. So, so like last week it was Bible school, and the kids would get really loud, and some ladies stood up and, went, and whistled like super loud, like Aah. everybody can't be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> they wanted a silentry to make the kid shut up and listen. Hmm. When the judge bangs his gavel, he's a silentry. You want them air horns? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, our next word is. Or an inappropriately tied fart. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) Our next word is solivergant. As a possessive, it's a contraction. What's a contraction? Well, it's a shortening of a word or group of words by a mission. Solivergant. Solivergant. It's about your liver. And it's a noun. 
It's a slippery oh, lubricant for your liver. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, that one. A slippery, slippery lubricant. lubricant around your liver. Yeah. A, a silver liver. A silver liver can't do its job on your body. Sliver Only liver. Only the brown ones can. It's like quiver <laughs> river, but it's an S. Sliver you better river. tell us. This word means okay, now here's some Syntax, always a person who wanders around alone. Oh, Joe Naked. Biden. Oh. <laughs> Joe, Joe Biden does that. You ever watch this? There he is with his speech with Obama. He's just over there by himself. Walking around there. Hmm. <laughs> you guys are funny. Did we run Our next yet? word. No X in espresso. Your part of simple thing. Submificator. 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 Oh, yeah. Submificator. I'll start with S. Submificator. That's it's when a you noun. get some um, suffocators going on. Uh, I, I was thinking a little bit more, um, <laughs> let's say, sinful, like a fornicator. You got to get some fornicators. And punish them. That's it. Yeah, I gotta punish them when you get some fornicators. Hmm. <laughs> well, this word here means. But I don't want your drama. If you really want, leave out that Oxford One who induces sleep in others. Oh, so maybe yeah. like that droning on teacher on Bueller. <laughs> His name was Ben Stein. Yeah. <coughs> Win Ben Stein's money. Okay, I think. At a game show, too. Are we done yeah. yet? Are we done yet? I got one more. Just keep in mind that these are you. Our words not letters. Get it together. One more word here, and it is. Bueller. Bueller. No. Surfeited. Surfeited. Yeah. I didn't do it, but that surfer did. Oh, yeah. Well, I was thinking what surfers fall off their, their surfboard. So surfer is the, the glue that holds your feet to the surfboard. Like, like, you know, denture cream, surfer <laughs> it, It's like, oh, oh surfer It's the gum that surfers chew when they're on their surfboards. That's what we had. Surfer dent did. Surfer did. Surfer did. Did that one when the sharks come and they're surfing? They could just throw the sharks some surfer did and then sharks have something to chew on instead of them. <laughs> I don't think we're right. No, no. This word here. Everybody shut up. It means. Oh, I missed that. Hold on. Let me go back. Surfer did. It's an adjective. Oppressed or disordered by eating too much. So if you eat too much and you have oh, an upset belly and you're oh, uncomfortable, I guess. Okay, and you don't want to go surfing because you might sink. <laughs> yes. Oh, is that you, Mert? Full of it. Alrighty. <laughs> so, you know, I think we need to have us a, a random number to pick Terry's top 10 list. Yeah.
It's one. Oh, one. Yay. Okay. <laughs> 10 moronic excuses to get a divorce. Oh, we well, should be good at that one. Did you make this list yourself? <laughs> the two of you have never experienced it. I have, but still. Uh, <laughs> number 10. In Egypt, they had they had ten oh thousands of cases of divorce were filed claiming Candy Crush caused oh. them to get a divorce. I thought they couldn't walk like an Egyptian or something. Walk like an Egyptian. Candy Crush. <laughs> yeah. Candy Crush breaks up to home. Number nine. Ow. In Indonesia, the number one thing that's breaking up marriages is pigeon racing. Pigeon racing? <laughs> yeah. Okay, baby, you take your pigeon. I got mine. Go. Oh, my beard yeah. again. <laughs> Number eight. Um, using Facebook for more than an hour a day. Oh, my goodness. Well, I hardly use it for five minutes a day. So, yeah, sure. Yeah. There was three. Well, there was three cases in the U UK. I don't see how that's moronic but anyway I, I guess her faces aren't as attractive on Facebook over there um, <laughs> and number seven in Japan they have retired husband syndrome A retired husband huh when their husband retires, it causes them to. Oh, okay. Yeah. So they're <laughs> here too much. Go get out of here. They sit around here. at home. Hey, wife, bring me a glass of water. Hey, wife, take off my shoes. Hey, wife, bring me my paper. That's why my wife went back to work. <laughs> she got a job <laughs> to avoid tired, retired husband syndrome. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's retired husbands, not retarded husbands. <laughs> Although, if the shoe fits. <laughs> uh, number six. Unreasonable behavior. One man said he hated tuna casserole, and his wife made it every day. <laughs> oh. How unreasonable. I'm going to do the thing you hate. That's kind of passive-aggressive, if you ask me. In another <laughs> case, a man made his wife dress up like a Klingon. <laughs> huh. I wonder if we're, if we're related to that guy. Uh, maybe. <laughs> a big Trekkie. And our, our cousin. Then there was cases where people would throw cold cuts to messing with the TV antenna, letting the pant trenchless sleep next to the bed. Uh, number five. 
Oh. Hold on. There we the go. number five reason is not going to find your list. <laughs> number five, disagreements over the effects of radiation that have led to a ton of divorces. Oh. You know, I think 95% of divorces end in radiation. No, no, they don't. It's only 1%. In Japan, a lot of divorces were that was related to the uh, effects of the atomic bomb. Oh, well, okay. In Hiroshima, it's referring to leakage of radiation. Number four. <laughs> Number one, more on excuses they say is birth control pills. What pills? Birth control pills. Birth control pills lead to a divorce? Yeah. I don't want no babies. I'll take the pills. Huh. No babies for you. Huh. <laughs> I suppose, I mean, if one person doesn't want to have kids and the other one does, I mean, that could be an issue. Something to yeah. talk about before you even bother getting married. Uh, number three. In the United States, kitty cats yeah. lead to divorce. Is that cat or me? One of us has to go. In 1903, a man divorced his wife because she had 35 cats. Oh. They wouldn't stop hissing and clawing and urinating everywhere. Huh. Cat wife. Whew. Cat woman. Get the back. There's an old uh, horror story about cat wife where the wife had a bunch of cats and the guy ends up killing his wife and then he feels guilty about it and then the cats come around and kill him or something like that. That's kind of the gist of the story. But, yeah, cat wife. Sounds That's like Ben in the rat movie. <laughs> it's, it's close. It's, just, it's an old, uh, old, old classic horror story. Number two. COVID has put a spike in divorce rates. Because the <laughs> retirement husband syndrome. Together, yep. get out of my space. <laughs> Why do you have to work at home? The, the having the COVID, being stuck at home with around each other caused a lot of divorces. You'd think widows and widowers. Well, either that or a baby <laughs> explosion. Because yeah. <laughs> you got nothing else to do. <laughs> yeah. And and then number one. I'm a roller, baby. I'm a roller, baby. Amar Bergman. What? Amar what? Bergman. Amar Bergman caused a lot of divorces in Sweden. Oh, Ingrid Bergman. Bergman. And here's a film yeah, she was an old movie who made a star. movie which caused Swedish people to end up getting a divorce. Oh. In 1973, Scenes from a Marriage documentary 
Only 50% of the people in Sweden watched it. You know, it's called the Divorces Telemarker is calling during podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and I, uh, everybody call this number. So, so <laughs> I missed the number. Yeah, call it because your auto warning is about right to expire. I was trying to listen to my notes. I missed the number. Sorry. Hope it wasn't important. And so that's all my top. Yeah, ten Swedish list. movie. Wow. Do Christians ever reject God? In Old Testament times, Israel had the best defense and offense against the Philistines and any other enemy that tried to bother them. They had God himself on their side. He would lead them, he would guide them, and he would keep them safe. Yet Israel wanted a king like other nations. God gave them what they wanted, but told them they rejected him. They'd rejected the one true God to put a man in charge. They would not be confident in God. They wanted a king. Many of us think how foolish they were, and what a mistake they made. But wait a moment. Where do you put your trust? Who has your confidence? You see, I fear we are all somewhat guilty of a similar sin. We pay lip service to God, but our confidence lies in man, in some political leader or personality. We look to them to see what they will do long before we ever look to the one true God. If God called what Israel did rejecting him, then what have we done? Countering the culture in our quest for truth, this is Nathan Caldwell with Countershock. To find all we have to offer at the Life Truth Network, go to life-truth.com. Add to my list of two. <laughs> well, so now we got Anchor Top. Anchor yeah. Top. Hey, and it's actually a topic we might could relate to and have something to talk about. Blindness. It's a C word, and it has uh, ends with an R. Computer. Computers. Uh, That's well, you two. You guys know all about. I had a problem with my computer. If uh, it wasn't for computers, we wouldn't be talking right now on a podcast. Yeah. Yeah. And blind people can use them just fine. And don't you just love what people say? What? You're blind. How do you use a computer? You can't see the screen. And I'm like, what? You can see? How can you use a computer when you can't hear the speakers? <laughs> you did just fine with the speakers. In fact, uh, I've been trying to work with the VA to get me a system that uses Dragon Naturally Speaking and uh, this uh, intermediate software called JSay that goes between your jaws talking software because the neuropathy in my hands is becoming so bad, it's becoming difficult to type. And there's not a lot of good solutions in the world of Windows for that. You have to talk like a robot and it will type what you say. Um, I've, I actually had seen a demonstration of it a long time ago when we lived up in Springfield. This was 
been a lot closer 20 years ago now. But you know, you don't have to talk like a robot. You just, you know, speak naturally because dra dragon naturally speaking, and you talk at types. But to use it with something like a screen reader, uh, you, you can actually issue commands to your screen reader, like if you want to tell you know Jaws to uh, you know, open up the dialog, what's that, uh, the, the links list dialog box, navigate a web page easy or something. You can issue commands to your computer, like open Word, you know, type and, and say what you want to type or whatever. Uh, so I've been reading up on it, but I haven't got it yet. And so uh, it's just yet another depth of how I, some, I had it back when it was called Dragon Point and Speak. Okay. I got a disc of it, a CD of it, but that was way back in the days of America Online. It's been around that long, but they've really yeah, they've it's really the same it better, same software basically. It's just it's gotten yeah. a lot better. You you used to have to do a lot of reading on the screen to set it up, but now anymore. It's a little bit different. It's almost like trying to set up Siri on your phone. Well, I, I haven't gotten back with uh, the Save folks up there at Heinz yet. So I, I, I do know there is some speaking you have to do to train it to your voice in particular. Right. Siri, how's the weather? <laughs> Siri, set a timer for three minutes. <laughs> and, and see, even with, uh, with the combination of JSA, Jaws, and Dragon, you can actually do things like that. You can have, have uh, I think it's JSA will set a reminder or keep a journal or stuff like that. Uh, you, know, you know, JAWS has some special uh, add-on scripts. because uh, you can have it like read you the top news headlines or check the weather or sports scores and stuff. Uh, I can even tell it uh, to, you know, what time is it? It'll, if I say the magic word. <laughs> It'll come yeah. But I, I have tried it before where I'd say something and didn't type it right. And but if you talked like a robot, it seemed to understand you better because it thought you was one of them. Yeah. <laughs> and, and sometimes that does work. If you, if you kind of echo uh, the sound <laughs> and tempo of your synthetic voice. Yeah. But supposedly with Dragon, it's supposed to be a lot more smoother. So, you know, I want to keep this short. So I'm just going to recap by saying, hey, um, computers have gotten so accessible that not if you can't see, you can still a use a child could use them. Uh, you can even use it without hands. You know, computer, do this. Like on Star Trek, was it Star Trek does that? The computer. Uh, anyway, um, so if you don't have hands, don't have eyes, you can still do things on the computer. Now, I don't know how accessible the whole system will be because I haven't got it yet. I'm working on it. Launch photon torpedoes. Oh. Yeah. Oh, all right. But if I break my leg now. That's it. That's the time. Uh, let me see if I can pull it up here real quick. What's in the mail for today? Oh, just the usual bunch of crackpot letters. What's it say? What? Well, isn't that nice? Email. It starts out, hey, Keith, Terry, and Jill, here's a funny story I call Husband Down. Can only imagine. A husband and wife are shopping in a local supermarket. Um, 
And the husband picked up a case oh, a Budweiser, picked up a case of Budweiser and put it in her car. My voice didn't pronounce Budweiser right. <laughs> it's a Budweiser. <laughs> That's correct. Um, but the wife says, what do you think you're doing? The husband's response, they're on sale, only $10 for 24 in the case. That must have been a long time ago. I feel like there's a lot more than that now. Put them back. We can't afford them, demands the wife. And so they carry on shopping. A few aisles further on, the woman picks up a $25 jar of face cream and puts it in the basket. What do you think you're doing? Asks the husband. It's my face cream. It makes me look beautiful, replies the wife. The husband retorts, so does 24 cans of Budweiser. It's half the price. <laughs> he never knew what hit him. It must be the face cream. <laughs> uh, Hem W. I don't know what that means. Hem W. I guess that's the guy's name who sent it. Hmm. Husband down, yeah. I, I seen a, a comment. It's, uh, somebody was saying something like, uh, "Don't make fun of your wife's choices. You are one of them." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, why didn't I think of that? Anyway, with our email done, it's time for final thoughts. Now, last week, I noticed that some of our final thoughts got bunched. It was only like, I think, two a piece that made it to the show. There were more that got recorded, but it's like, I don't know how it happened, but there's a little few minutes ago, mm. snipped there somehow. Yeah, well, I got a final thought for you. You guys know what a cow's favorite painting is? The Mona Lisa. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. have to do that. Just don't throw any cake at it. Yeah, no cake thrown at the Mona Lisa. <laughs> um, don't worry about the end of the world coming today. It's already tomorrow in Australia. <laughs> I think we're safe for now. Well, since we did have some final thoughts that got skipped, I want to say this one that got snipped from last week. Do you want to know where I store all my dad jokes? In a dada base. <laughs> yeah. You know what kind of shoes a ninja wears? Sneakers. <laughs> yeah. hmm. when, when is it a good idea to Stop at green and go with red when you're eating a watermelon. Oh, yep. yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Eat up that red and leave the green part alone. Uh, my mastery at really being able to mess things up has yet to be challenged. <laughs> what you think is the goal of the president? <laughs> <laughs>
You know where a turtle goes when it's raining? To a shelter. Shelter. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, Remember that today is the tomorrow you thought about yesterday. Of course. Yeah. I tried talking to my dentist during a cleaning, but my words got flossed in translation. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You know what you call a turtle who takes up photography? A snapping turtle. Oh, yeah, a snapping turtle. Snap (laughs) them pictures, snap them selfies. You know, my doctor the other day told me to eat more Taco Bell. Actually, he told me not to eat McDonald's, but I'm not sure that's what he meant. (laughs) Of course, yeah. I I got a bonus one. Uh, The difference between want and need is I want to have a six pack of abs, but I need to eat tacos. (laughs) <laughs> I don't have any more. <laughs> I, I do I have this my, one more. I told my kids the other day that one day you'll grow up and have children. And one of my kids said, and so will you. <laughs> uh, well, let me talk to your mom. <laughs> <laughs> I woke up this morning and I found that somebody had dropped a bag full of celery on my front porch. I think I'm being stopped. (laughs) That's what I got for today. I have one more, one more. (laughs) Silence is golden, duct tape is silver. But when you use duct tape, silence is still going. <laughs> well, since that's all of our final thoughts, it's time to wind down, wrap up the show. This is your host saying thanks for listening. Signing off. See you next week. Uh, visit your favorite podcast directory. Leave us a reading and review. Stop by our webpage. Leave us a comment. Send us an email. Click our donate button. Share your funny life story, family story, uh, or just funny email. And we'll be glad to read it. Come back next week and you'll hear funny T words. When Terry says, <laughs> Yeah, Terry might be one of them. <laughs> when Terry says, Laziness is just the habit of resting before you get tired. Yeah. <laughs> well, I must have some tired kids around here. <laughs> <laughs> That sounds funny. T S F at that sounds funny dot com. <laughs>